Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and my name is Mark Salem. And for the next couple of hours, we're going to talk about cars. We can talk about cars and motor homes. We can talk about emissions, estimates. We can talk about new air conditioning versus old air conditioning. We can talk about uh, newer model technology as opposed to points and condensers for the 55 Chevrolets, stuff like that. So you're welcome to join us. It's easy, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And my guest is Bill from 25th Street Auto. He's, he's, he's on uh, uh, regularly, but it's fun because we're both of the same bout age, and we both started when we were in high school, I think. Yep, a lot alike. In gas stations. And so if you if you go back to that, how many years, go from your first automotive job, how many years, uh, I put you on the spot because I'm making you do math right off the bat. Yeah, I worked at a marathon gas station while I was going to trade school in the like the late 70s. Okay. And, and I started at Ken's Broadway Shell in 1968 when I started high school. And I started pumping gas. And the biggest thing for me was getting to be able to do flat repairs. To move from pumping really gas. You really made it by then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you were in tall cotton if you got to fix tires. <laughs> and back then, it was plug or patch. And Ken was um, one of those guys that we didn't plug him. We patched him yeah, for whatever reason. But it was bubble all, balanced him back in that time. Uh, we did. We <laughs> bubble balanced him. Did, but you learned the, the, the technology. You learned all kinds of stuff. If you remember with bubble balancing, we were triangulating the heavy spot. Mm-hmm. Even today, we do that, except we do it with much more sophisticated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with a computer. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. So right now in your world, where are we at with respect to cars and maintenance and stuff like that? Are you seeing people avoid maintenance? Are you seeing people that over-maintain? What are you seeing? I think most people don't mind investing in their car because they know how expensive it is to replace it, but they just aren't informed. They don't know how to do it. And, you know, there's some people like you and I that will tell them what's sensible. You know, what would we do if it was our car and we wanted it to last another five or ten years? Um, but uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of places, you know, like they, they go to the dealer. And, you know, I have found from speaking to a lot of people that, um, you know, the dealer has an agenda that they're going to sell them these things, whether it's right for them or not. And I like the idea of having a, a relationship with somebody, and it could be somebody at the dealer, um, or you know, very often, you know, a little corner shop, you know, a smaller shop mm-hmm. like you and I, uh, so that we can say, you know, how do you use your vehicle? How long do you intend to keep it? And you know, and just make tailor a plan to them that that fits. I agree with everything you said. The the, the real tiebreaker is the manual mm-hmm. and the manual pretty much lays it out for every car yep. and they're talking about Arizona to Connecticut they're talking about from Maine to San Diego and from Spokane Washington to Miami Florida it's it's covered yep. it, the problem I'm seeing is is that because the oil changes are now in a synthetic based and some of these cars have a trigger on the dashboard that can be between eight and 12,000 miles right. all of a sudden we've got 
and there's it's it's true it's it's in the chain stores in the independents and in the dealerships they all do it we're we're starting to call people in we're selling them on premium oil change and i hate this i'm going to sell you a premium oil change it's going to cost you 120 dollars, which is a synthetic change right i'm going to sell you that but i'm going to call you back in three or four or five thousand miles when really that oil should go anywhere from eight to 15 depending on what your manual says that's a difficult situation and so I, I object to the fact that you're putting a premium. Why don't we put a semi-synthetic or just a conventional? If we're only going to go 3,000 miles, let's go back to the conventional oil. Then let's go back. Yeah. Exactly. So the, the oil itself dictates the interval, and the car is, is programmed for the oil that's in the manual. So right. if you put a 020 synthetic in it, then if it says you, it's going to turn on the light at 8,000 or 10,000 or 12,000, it's going to turn on the light. Right. And some of the cars go by mileage, but there's also those algorithms that talk about how many times you've had a heat cycle. Have you warmed up the car and then let it get cold? Some of them have a different algorithm than the odometer. And and then the odometer. It could be um, how many hours it's been running, how many hours it's been idling, Mm -hmm. (laughs) how far... How many starts. Exactly. And how far did you drive it in between start up and shut off? Mm -hmm. So are you... Was it fully warmed up or not? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Renee, she goes to the liquor store and back. That's all she ever does. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. She's probably listening to this. It's okay. It's okay. She's heard all of the jokes I've got. But at the end of the day, that's the real issue is, is it's nice to tailor it. But the, then the question is this: Who's tailoring it for whose benefit? So if you're if you're selling the premium oil change, but and calling them back at three and five thousand miles, I think that speaks for itself. And of course, then it it's it's chatter that's been pumped into their ears. We're in Arizona. We're different. We've been in Arizona all of our life, and we know we're different. But that oil t- turns to a tar at five hundred degrees. The motors toast long before then. Right. So we have right. all these dynamics that I'm going to overcome all those sales techniques that you may have been told. We've even got people doing tire rotations at every oil change on the 3,000-mile call. I don't know about you, yeah. but we don't do them at 3,000 miles. No, I, I, you know, you can wear things out. You can cycle things. You know, there's going to be so many cycles in the life, lifetime of any component in the car. That includes the studs and nuts that hold your wheels on. That You shouldn't be 100 p pounds per square inch torquing these things on and off every three months right the tires they just don't <laughs> it, it doesn't need to be rotated that often about on the average and at and i say average different cars different drivers you know every couple oil changes right and oil changes don't come every three months like they used to so it's you right. need it comes back to that relationship you got to have somebody that you trust to tell you what's right and, and and it's it's real self-serving for for you to put your arms around a customer and say you know I this is an expensive car and I'm going to do my best to make it last forever. Mm-hmm. Well, my answer is is I say to the customer if you want it to last forever, don't run it hot, don't overheat it until steam's coming out of the hood, and don't run it low on oil. That's it. That's pretty much what it takes. You know, <laughs> the, the basics are simple. <laughs> well, how many motors do you do that haven't been terribly overheated oh, yeah. or run low on oil? They, uh, nope, they all die for that. Yeah. And so it, I, I got a guy up in Payson that has 465,000 miles on a Ford truck. And I said, I have to see this. I want to see this. <laughs> and, and you can look at it, and you can look at the odometer, and you can look at the whole truck, and you know this. The, now, this thing has been around the girth of the earth at 400,000 miles, 25,000, <laughs> eight times. No, no, it's not eight times. It's four times, 20 times. Uh, how's my math? 
I don't remember uh, my uh, geography, much he, less my math. Okay, it's 25,000 miles around the equator. So every 100,000 miles, he's done a four circle. Right. So he has 400,000 miles. Yeah. So he's been around the girth of the earth many, many times. Many times. And, and I tell people, your car's not going to fail till you fail it. Yeah. And if, if you ignore the it. steam, you ignore the red lights on the dash and stuff like that, That's those are the ones that get towed in on a tow truck, and those are the ones that are going to get a big, fat estimate yeah. for an engine. So And transmissions, gosh, we used to do lots of work to transmissions at 30K, 15 and 30K. Now we hardly touch them for the first 100,000 right. miles. Yep. Hardly touch them. And if we do touch them, it's because the computer set a code for it or something like that that says, hey, you Most need to look so, at yeah. this. Yep. So it's it's tough. But our, our industry, um, I don't, there's lots of shops in town that I really respect, and none of us are having problems making our electric bill, and none of us are having problems paying our technicians, and, and we're pretty much sticking by the, the, the parameters associated with a particular car. I don't think it's necessary to oversell somebody or to trick them into something, especially when you sell them a tire rotation, but the real basis has nothing to do with whether it's due for a rotation. It gives us a chance to look at the brakes and sell them a $1,000 brake job. You know, that uh, most, I, I think most people in the industry, that's it. you got to get those tires off of there hoping to sell them something. And unfortunately, you know, I, what I call the dog and pony show, you, they have you waiting at the shop and they tell you, oh, look at here. You need to replace these brakes. Do, do, do your kids drive in this car? You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to. You don't want to kill your kids. You, you need brakes. Well, when the truth is, you know, brake pads wear and they get thin, and they'll be back in another six months for an oil change. It's probably it might need another brake job. It might need the brakes then, mm-hmm. not today. You know, and it's all about sell, sell, sell. I'm seeing a whole lot of lower control arm bushings. I'm seeing a whole lot of things that have obvious symptoms when they're defective and you say to the person i see somebody put two new lower control arms complete ball joints and all the all the bushings why didn't they just do the bushings why did they do the ball joints i don't know okay how about tire wear i'm looking at the tires i don't see any abnormal wear Mm -hmm. there wasn't any well what did they say to, to tell you to do that um well they said that i needed lower control arm bushings yeah. I said, okay, but they put arms they on put there. They put whole arms, yeah. ball joints and arms, things like that. Now, you know, when you look at the labor time to do the bushings and how affordably can you get an arm, it may be an option for the customer. Right. But if they're already selling uh, lower control arm bushings at 50,000 miles, I'm not... It didn't need the rest of that stuff. <laughs> it, and it probably didn't need the, the lower control arm bushings. They were not new anymore. They're cracked. They were cracked. They were cracked. And we tell people... We're going to watch these because someday it's going to need to have these bushings replaced or the control arms, whatever is appropriate. But we see probably every week in my shop, somebody comes in, the dealer said this, mm-hmm. you know, and I said, oh, the dealer said you needed brakes and you needed bushings. I just know that's what they're going to say. And we bring the car in and we say, well, we don't agree. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I I also talk about the, the the symptoms. When you have lower control arm bushings bad, there's a clunk on a quick takeoff and a quick stop as the arm shoves forward and backwards. There's almost always there's an audible noise or a feel. In addition to that, you're likely to have tire wear issues. So you're going to be wearing the inside edges or the outside edges of the front tires abnormally. We also we all always have worn the outside edges of the tires as you turn left and right. That's why we rotate them. But there's just all these these things. Um, you know, he said I just I needed um, uh, 
a transmission. Well, what was wrong with it? I, I don't know. How much was the transmission? Um, $1,600. Okay, but, I mean, did it have all the gears? Did it leak profusely? Did it smoke? Yeah. Um, yeah. Did it, I mean, what, what was the symptom? Well, he just said that um, he had plugged something into it, and the transmission was uh, getting ready to give up the ghost. Do you have anything in your shop that's going to tell you the transmission has an expected life? I don't have a ghost giver upper tool. Yeah, I don't either. I'm going to see if I can find one of those. <laughs> anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. When it comes to car repair, Auto Dynamics is up in Sun City. He's a good guy. He's been around for a very long time. I've known Chuck since the 60s and the 70s. And I know that he knows the difference between right and wrong. So when people call and they say, I'm in the Sun City area, I'm going to send you to Auto Dynamics, 91st Avenue, north of Grand. Guy, a good guy, been around a long time, and um, and I'm proud to recommend them because I know that I'm not going to get calls on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and they're wanting to sell them all kinds of stuff. So we'll be back in just a minute. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement. One that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis Saxpilvinus of PSP and Associates Sunday mornings at 7. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis, Sunday mornings at 7. Investment advisory services are offered through PSP Financial Services, LLC, an Arizona registered investment advisor. Hey, kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for their mom is truly transparent. You don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us. But our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Brace socialism. They think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this. You can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people high for political gain. This was never about what was best for the American people, never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot, a voice that speaks for you. This is NASCAR driver Kurt Busch, and I am proud to support our nation's veterans. 
Do you know you can get a faster decision on your disability compensation claims by filing an electronic fully developed claim, or e-claim, on e-benefits? Take it from a guy who lives his life in the fast lane. Faster is better. Visit ebenefits.va.gov today to learn more. E-claims. Online VA claims made simple. A message from the Department of Veterans Affairs. Veterans, whatever you're going through, don't wait. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. That's after the hour of 10 o'clock, 602 You can give us a call if you'd like to, 602 and we're going to go to the phones and take care of William because he's been waiting through the break. And William, good morning to you. How can we help you? Good morning, Mark. Um, pretty much, I, I don't really have a question for you today. I just wanted to praise uh, your shop, Action Auto, on Deer um, I, I, over the, this last weekend, I had visitors from Spokane. They drove down here in their Subaru, and they were down here, and uh, my brother-in-law thought he had a bad wheel bearing. And I said, well, I know the perfect shop, uh, you know, Action Auto there, right by where you're staying. And uh, it's so refreshing, Mark, that I can refer him to an honest uh, shop, you know, that's not going to jack him around. And they took care of him, got him in like a couple days later, and took care of the job and now he's back home in washington so i'm very grateful for your show and you guys are so honest and trustworthy and i, I thank you for what you do every saturday well william you, thank you 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 made my whole day because um i'm pretty particular about who we talk about and 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 i'm very proud of when they perform like that because that's the way we promise that they're going to perform in the, in the way that industry standards ex- accept and and the noise that you have has to be diagnosed first, and then we have to make sure that we've got it right, and then there's a bid and an estimate and then a repair, and then hopefully we come in at or below our estimate. So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that you did this, and I, I wrote down um, on my sheet here the, uh, the time that I took you and the time that I'm going to say goodbye, so I'm going to cut that out and send it to action when I get done and do the editing of the show <laughs> after the show. <laughs> so, Very good, and thank you so much, sir. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Um, that's what makes it really worthwhile. I get at least one or two calls or emails a week about the guys on the shop list, and um, it just it's it makes it all worthwhile just because um, – and and maybe once or twice a year I get a complaint about one of the guys. Um, I, I think I told you, Bill, not too long ago, somebody had complained that they had an oil leak, and then they they looked at it themselves, and, it, and it's just not fixed. I, I sent it to another shop, and then the customer called me back, and he goes, I'm calling to apologize. The shop said they did fix the oil leak. They didn't do a good job cleaning up. I'm looking at the trash. The residual. (laughs) Exactly. And I said, so what was the answer? Well, the answer was a couple of jack stands and taking the car uh, somewhere on the lot and just kind of washing the underside down with a pressure washer. Right. Yeah. And so I I said, okay, so you're happy? Yeah, I'm I'm good. So it's been clean how long? Well, it's been clean for quite a while. Okay, so we're not dripping anymore? No, uh uh-uh. Okay. I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure cleaning up after that is, is... is good time. You know what I mean? How do you charge that? If you're going to pressure wash the underside of a car after you fix an oil leak, do you add that to the labor on the oil leak? Or And, and what kind of a mess? It's going to take longer to clean up the mess you made than it is to clean the underside of the car. 
well, hopefully you didn't make a big mess working on the car, but driving the car around for the first four months that the car was leaking before they took it in for repairs, mm-hmm. gravity and the wind is going to make a mess everywhere. So I believe that part of the job is is to clean it up. And, you know, a, a, a technician can charge for this package deal of, I'm going to diagnose it, I'm going to repair it, I'm going to clean it up, because cleaning it up is part of the repair in my right. book. Um, or you can itemize things. It, in, in my shop, we itemize things. This is, um, you know, very very often there's no diagnosis involved in, in, a, in an oil leak. You know, you right. get underneath it, there it is. But, you know, if there was, there was. But it, this is what, what it legitimately should be charged to repair this vehicle. Um, and when the manufacturer sets labor charges, they didn't expect that this that there was going to be oil from one of the car to the other. So that isn't really included in the estimated time of, of replacing a seal. Um, but ours is we uh, we put a degreaser on it. We take it over to the steam cleaner, like you've got mm-hmm. the you know the steam cleaning facilities at uh, at your your shop, and we clean it up. And then we blow dry all the electrical components because we don't want the car to develop a misfire or a check engine light when we get done. And we also if we are, if we have any suspicion that that this 120,000 miles may have had other leaks hiding in this leaky mess than the one we were confident of, uh, we add a leak detecting dye. So in case we get back there later, we can use a black light test to, to better find. Sometimes we do it in the opposite direction. We clean it up and we add the dye and we say drive this car for a couple weeks or until you see a drip under your car. And then we're going to do part two, get underneath there with a the black light because I don't want to. A lot of shops will say. There's oil on your top of your engine, your 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 exhaust manifolds, and the oil pan. So it must need all those things. Well, we say, you know, there's gravity. So yeah. it at least has oil leaking from the top thing. Um, but sometimes we'll say, you know, we we don't know how much is normal for 80,000 miles and how much you need to invest in. So we're going to start with the steam cleaning part, and we're going to tell you just how much oil is leaking from Every little place. This is too small to worry about. It's normal seepage. This is a real leak, and I suggest you fix it. Okay, and just to, to, to further clarify, what we're going to do is we're going to add a, a, a liquid additive, a dye, to your engine oil. And engine oil is going to be brown or black. Well, what happens is, is when we put these funky glasses on and we have this black light, then all of a sudden the leak turns to lemon yellow or blue or red or whatever kind of Anything dye Anything that leaked got. out since you put the dye in it, right. not the residual mess. And so you're just going to follow the dye to the leak, the back of the intake manifold, the rear main seal, mm-hmm. the valve covers, the intake, it, it just wherever oil yep. can leak. We're going to, because following the oil to the leak helps us identify the leak as well as guarantee that we're going to stop that leak. But like you, like everybody else in our industry that's smart, it's not a promise that this thing's not going to drip any oil. We're going to mm-hmm. fix one leak and we're going to make a substantial difference in the oil. But right now you got oil on your rear bumper. So <laughs> I'm going after the big dog. I'm yeah. not going after I'm the small I'm pretty sure after thinking we got the rear bumper leaking. You're exactly right. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. In our particular industry right now, it's a kind of in, sh- in shambles in the sense that s- many of the new cars don't have anything to do to them for the first 100,000 miles. In the old days, in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, even into the 2000s, we were doing fluids um, well uh, like 30,000, 40, 50, 60,000 mile intervals. So cooling system, transmission fluid, uh, differential fluids. Um, what other fluids am I missing here? Tra- power steering fluids, uh, brake fluid. 
now today, almost everything, and your car, your car manual will describe that for you, almost everything is at 100,000 miles. So you're going to have some big bills at 100,000 because you're going to have to do a lot of fluid changes. But in the old days, we would spread those out over 30, 60, 90, and 100, and so forth. So it's going to be different, but the fluids are different too. Then that makes kind of a big deal in with respect because now we're going to have you go 100,000 miles on your tranny or 100,000 miles on your differential or your transfer case where before we didn't do that, but it just has to do with this, the synthetic fluids and the uh, and the uh, the process to build the gears and everything, the clutches and all that kind of stuff. So just, again, your manual is your Bible for your car. There has to be a reason to deviate from that. And, uh, and of course, the obvious ones are, are, are always there. If you have to replace the upper radiator hose and it calls for the hoses, let's pretend it calls for the hoses at 100,000, and you're going to do the upper or the lower radiator at 90, you might as well do them all. Otherwise, you're going to have coolant charges and labor charges and flush charges on every single hose. So you just do them at the same time. Agreed. Cheaper uh, to do it all at once. Yeah. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Every Saturday we're here talking about cars. You're welcome to join us. And if you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area, you can use our toll-free number, 888-960-9696. 888-960-9696. And if you have a problem with me, I want to help you out with that. You can I'll put you in touch with the right people. My name is Mark Salem, and you're going to address your uh, note to Salem Communications <laughs> at KKNT Phoenix. And then, and then they'll call me in and counsel me the best they can. Um, I get in trouble when I do that, <laughs> but it's still funny. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> it was st- it's still funny. They go, do you really own that station? No, no, my dad does. <laughs> and it's just some kind of a joke. It has nothing. It's just the Salem Communications, and my last name is Salem, and there's it's just simply a coincidence. And I have no ownership, neither does anybody in my family, of Salem Communications, although I am an employee of theirs. So 602-508-0960. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. In just 15 minutes a day, Babbel teaches you conversations that you will actually use. With 14 languages and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships, and more, you'll learn what matters most to you. Babbel. Language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? Now you can join Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza on the Stand with Israel Tour, November 30th through December 9th, 2022. We'll visit over 40 iconic sites straight from Scripture. For all the details and to reserve your spot today, visit StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country, but it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. 
To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, Mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it, because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted, we can throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? It's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. GreenerGadgets.org has all the info. We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations. I like that. Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then. Let's gather them up. Um, what was that website again? GreenerGadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust in Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. All about that demon automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels and results of the dream of Henry Ford. Well, welcome back, everybody. 602-508-0960. Let me talk to you real quick about Strictly Diesel. They're a good shop. They're up on Pinnacle Peak and I-17. Nate's a really good guy with Chevy, Ford, Dodges. He does some other diesels, so if you have another diesel, you can call him and ask him if that's one of the diesels that we work on, that he works on. But you only have to meet Nate and shake his hand to understand why Mark Salem likes him so much. He's a really big guy. He is really nice. He has hands like tennis rackets, which I'm sure he'd like to slap me on the head every once in a while. But at the end of the day, he really does know diesels well. And one of the things that he does that most shop owners won't admit to is he'll take your call and talk about your problem. He'll tell you that he can't diagnose your car over the phone, but he'll tell you what it's likely to be and get close to it. So it'll be this, this, or this. And those are the kinds of things that Nate does good. So Nate is a good guy at Strictly Diesel, and that's I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. And Dave, thank you for calling. How can we help you? Yeah, hi, Mark. Uh, I think our BMW 2019 X3 into the dealer about a month ago because the engine light had come on and said that we needed to do a brake flush. Uh, which is covered by warranty, so there's no charge for it. But when we were there, or when they serviced it, they recommended a few other items to be done. And, I don't know, a couple, three weeks ago, you were talking about how um, a lot of these things that come up on the computer or whatever aren't really necessary to be done. Um, Just wanted to get your opinion on a couple, three of them. 
Okay. Uh, there, now, the BMW is driven by my wife, and it's, you know, it's driven mostly around town, has about 30,000 miles on it, and they're recommending an engine decarbon flush. Uh, oh, we're both sitting here smiling. We, we had that. We had that verbiage long when you first started. So, so okay. you have. Let's cover that real quick. Um, okay. You could say to him, "What symptom do I have now that you're going to fix?" Because there's no good answer for that. You could say to him, "Would you show me where that's at in my owner's manual?" Um, okay. And and you could it, and you could look him in the eye and just say, "I need you to write that down because my brother is this car guru expert in Kentucky, and I'm going to run this by him." And he testifies on the federal court level. So when you <laughs> when you when you open that door up, it's ugly at that point. <laughs> and, yeah. And and frankly, Bill, let me ask you a question: When is it that you decarbonize an engine? When do you guys do? Very rarely. Usually, it's when we have a symptom. Right. You know, I'm. I'm had some cars like the direct injected engines. Yes. Are more susceptible to carbon buildup on the valves. Um, now, sometimes, in the dealer's defense, or 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 in any shop's defense, you know, sometimes there's something misunderstood. It wasn't necessarily, uh, you know, d carboning something there was actually flushing it for some reason or another and you know it, it, well if they were going to flush your engine that would be the oil and no it didn't need to be done at 30,000 miles um, as far as decarboning I'd like to hear I'd like to see their proof that that engine is such a problem that all the other things are covered under warranty but this one procedure isn't well, not only that is, is if, if you have a tremendous amount of carbon typically the carbon will glow bright red and cause pre-ignition and so you have a problem with pre-ignition and it's pinging and we decarbonize it. How do you decarbonize? Do you use chemicals or use water? Well, we use chemicals. Okay. Uh, you know, there's there's water. There's uh, uh, nutshells. You know, there's all kinds of ways. Well, I know, but the nutshells isn't a fair analysis because we're going to do it while the motor's running and stuff like that. We're not going to be shoving nutshells downside <laughs> the intake manifold. You know that, and I'm teasing you about that. <laughs> but But to be honest with you, I don't remember the last time we decarbonized an engine. That's not even on our menu. That would cause all of our staff to go crazy and go search out some of the old guys and saying, hey, what do we charge for a decarbonization? <laughs> um, it, it's not something that, that we have on our menu at all. And I, I, I would imagine it's going to be a, a 90, it's going to be a labor code 99, which is a catch-all number. So if you're going to be doing performance, it's P99 because <laughs> that's going to be okay. So to answer your question, unless you have some, some specific symptoms, and, and, of course, you're going to say to the young person that's talking to you, what symptoms are you going to fix with your suggestion? Oh, how much was the decarbonization? Uh, $251. Ooh. I'll tell you what, I'll do it for one ninety nine. You got a, you got another there you, there number. You go. I'll, I'll do it for one hundred ninety five. Yeah, yeah. say four dollars. <laughs> yeah. um, the well, the, the, the issue defense, is the only thing they're saying is that, that it's recommended every thirty thousand miles. By who, for what reason? That's what I always get back right. to with, with recommendations. Anyone can recommend anything for any reason. And it may be recommended by the salesperson because his boss told him he has to sell things. The, the guy who sold him the machine is the one is that's the one become that recommended up with the recommended. Yeah. He's the one that says, oh, I tell you what, this is going to make your customers love you because you're going to sell it to them every 30,000 miles. And the gross profit on this, you push the button, you hook these two hoses up, you walk away, and now or later you're going to make $250 for a $30 
bottle of juice and you and that technician is working on another car that's what it sounds like in the background the answer to your question is is that's a big bag of bs if, if i've ever heard of it there are specific symptoms needed for carbon de- decarbonization of a motor and and you don't have any and so no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm perfect i mean we have had absolutely yeah. no problem with the car i mean you know starting running driving whatever um, well, so that you, was you, the first thing they recommended okay then they also recommended a fuel injector flush. Same thing. And that's also saying recommended every 30,000 miles for another $251. Yep, 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 yep. Again, we flush fuel injectors when we have an engine miss on number five. And so we're going to go in and flush the fuel injectors to see if we can get that one to change. And if we can flush the fuel injectors and it changes, then we know it's probably dirt. So maybe we'll pull it and clean it, or maybe we'll clean it again. There's all these moving parts. But all they're doing is, oh, gosh, $500 so far. Give me the third one. Well, actually, uh, the, the other one, when we took it in, they said, we needed new tires. I went ahead and got new tires at another shop, and okay. then they recommended the alignment, uh, which probably wasn't a bad idea, and they wanted $270 for that, and I took it to a shop here in North Phoenix and had it done for 150 Okay, so, what's your alignment, Billy? Uh, most cars, 129 Okay, and we're going to be 150 or so on a four-wheel alignment where we hang four heads, but here's the deal. The, the time to look at the tires is before you do the tires because it's normal to have outside edge wear on two front tires because they lay over when you turn left and right. And if all you've got is a little bit of outside edge wear and the backs are nice and square, you don't need to do an alignment. There's nothing to suggest you need to do an alignment. There's no problem to do an alignment. What happens is, well, is the people don't rotate them. They leave them on the front too long. The outside edges wear, and then all of a sudden you're sold all kinds of upper control arm bushings and, 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 and struts and stuff like that when in reality it's just a matter you didn't rotate them on a regular basis. Anyway, well, um, thank you for educating us. Tires are flat tires, and um, it is all fairness to the dealership when they said, you know, you need to replace them. Uh, it was they were down to the point where, you know, like two thirty seconds or whatever. Okay. So the, you know, we thought we had to replace them, and yep. um, when we did the alignment, there was it, it was out of alignment somewhat. So anyway. I know, but I. <laughs> Okay, you, you ask for our opinion, and I'm going to tell you, I can make the alignment machine do any way I want. I can just take one finger and push on this piece of string right here, or I can push this little sensor out here. Just I can give you whatever readings I want to give you. The, f- the proof of the pudding is the front tire wear. That's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. Nobody else can argue with that, and if they can, then they're going to have half the industry on their back. <laughs> it's just, it's not. So it's out of alignment. Of course it's out of alignment, but we are taking a human hair and splitting it by 10. And so if it's nine out, everybody goes, ooh, I'm going, come on, nine portions of a human hair, and we're going to worry about that? And then they show you the graph, and it's got a green graph, and then it's got your your needles over here in the red. Well, if you look at it, it's two one-hundredths of, of a thousandths, and you go, come on. Yeah. So anyway, we got to run. Thank you very much, Dave. Those, that was a good discussion. I don't want to beat up any of the dealers, but this is the kind of conversation that we would typically have with a customer who really needed the stuff that you described. 602-508-0960. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. 
This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, Mayor Jalvitz returns to host In Search for the Truth, letting Israel's enemies speak for themselves. Mayor is a terrific host, always very interesting and important information. Don't miss this show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. I don't want to go blind from diabetes. I don't want to lose a foot or a leg. I don't want to have kidney failure, so I'm taking control. I'm controlling my diabetes. It's making a huge difference. I'm eating healthy and staying physically active. I'm taking my medicine. If I can do it, anyone can. Control your diabetes for life. Call 1-800-438-5383. My early Alzheimer's diagnosis was hard to take. But it gave my mom and me more time to plan together. Talk to your family about seeing a doctor. Go to alz.org slash time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Well, 45 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, Bill from 25th Street Auto and Mark Salem right here in Tempe, and we're talking about car and car repair issues. I don't bring up the name of my shop, and I don't talk about my shop, except in a generic way, because this show is not about my shop. It's about the good shops in town. I'll tell you about one real quick is Action Auto. He's up there on North I-17, and Tom has been a good guy. His name is Action Auto, and he's been a good guy, and a good guy at at that intersection of Deer Valley and I-17 for a very, very long time. So if you live up in that area and you want to, just take your car in for an oil change, see how they treat you, see what the inside looks like, listen to the service writers on the telephone. That's what you should do on your first visit, and it should be something as simple as an oil change. I'm quite sure that you'll find that Action Auto has most everything that you want, and they're honest and they're dependable. When we start talking about the $250 in, injector flush and the two hundred and fifty dollar mm-hmm. decarbonization stuff. It just that just wads my panties up something fierce. <laughs> I just I, I and and here's here's what I think the issue is and I'm talking generically with respect to there's independent shops, there's chain stores, there's dealerships and I can't think of any other category. I think that's the category. Okay. And if if those are the three it has everything to do with just the process created by the people that are empowered to do that. Right. And if the technicians know that they can slap a 250 or you know in this particular case a a $250 flush on this and a $250 flush on this and the service writer will sell it then why not? But but it's up to who's who's defending the customer at that point. Shouldn't the service writer say, what symptom are you going to fix with this? What do you see that necessitates this injector flush? Help me out so when I, I have some intelligent answers for you if the customer asks me the questions. It, it come, to me, it comes back to uh, the relationship. You know, I, I, as I mentioned before, you know, okay, it's recommended by who and for what reason. You know, like you said, what symptom am I going to fix? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, by who? Well, the de- the dealer made up this recommendation, or you know. or anybody. I mean, yeah, it can yeah, be yeah, an independent facility, shop. Yeah. The facility. Uh, uh, but when I say dealer, yeah. I said the, I meant facility. You know, it's the shop. Okay, why was it for their marketing reason, mm-hmm. or was it for they've actually seen this car with problems at this age and and this procedure actually improved and you can see it on your equipment the improvement in performance if there's a reason for that and they've seen a there a pattern of failure wonderful but all too often it's just 
oh no, this is our marketing plan as we rec- we recommend it at this mileage because it's good for us financially. And on, like at my shop, it, and I believe at your shop, it's more about we make recommendations based on real things that we would recommend to our own family. We've seen the difference and like you, we've been recognized for doing business ethically. It, it, it has a lot to do with everything that you said, but it, in the circumstances that are in front of us right now, it's clear that all we're doing is patting somebody's wallet. Mm-hmm. That's, they're, they're, that's what I see. It's too, it's too new. The car is too new. We're mm-hmm. still talking about a 19, 2019. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, and so we're, it's just, and then if we can get the customer into that, then the next time it's, you know, we did your, we did decarbonization at 30,000 miles and it's 60s. So we need to do that again. again. And so we, we just fall into this pattern of, of continuing, continuing. It's, it's no different than if every time you went into the doctor and after he looked in all of the different orifices, he sends you down for blood work and, and, and glucose work and he does all that. That's okay. He's looking for hints of problems. He only sees you for this period of time. But that's no different than us checking all the fluids, the belts, right. the hoses, oil leaks. Every six months. Every six months when we do your oil change. It's no different. So the idea is is that it just it just I'm offended when we use those simple things and we create the the notion that this is needed and it's okay. Let me tell you a story. There's a friend of mine. I have lots of people in the legal industry that are a friend of mine, but this is a judge. And he's a very principled guy. So he calls me up and he says he took my car into the shop and da 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 da. And then they did this and they told me this and this is what it needed, but it didn't fix my problem. And then this is what it was needed, and it didn't fix my problem. So they're clearly guessing with his mm-hmm. money. So at the end of the day, they finally fix it. And I say, okay, so what's the purpose of this phone call? Are you mm-hmm. crying on my shoulder? Is this where I put my psychiatric hat on and, and baby you and stuff? <laughs> I said, you need to go back to them and say to them, there was a whole lot of guessing going on, and I want you to reconsider the whole lot of guessing mm-hmm. because I was paying for your guessing. And at the end of the day, you did finally fix it, but the first two or three were very expensive, and the fix wasn't. Right. So he says, okay. He says, I like how you – and I, so I kind of coached him on what to say. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't call me back for quite some time. And so finally I called him the other day, and I said, hey, whatever happened? And he goes, you know, he said, they just said that they, they would give me that in a full car detail. And I said, okay, so basically you sacrificed your credibility for a full car detail. And he goes, they did a really nice job. (laughs) I said, are you serious? And he goes, you know, he says, the fight wasn't worth it. He says, they wanted to do the fort. And I said, okay, well, what what was it represented, the full car detail? How much do you charge for a full car detail or or your vendor? Um, We just don't get involved in it because I can't do it in-house. Okay, any idea? I'm thinking any more that these things have gotten to the three to five hundred dollar range, but okay. I'm not in the business. Okay, I think probably one to two hundred is a better range. That's the last I spent, but I've heard of bigger numbers. Four hundred. <laughs> yeah, this was a four hundred dollar detail that they gave him for free, so that they didn't have to pay him for guessing on the repair for the fifteen hundred dollars worth of exactly. stuff they did. Exactly. 
So it was just, I don't know, kind of convoluted. Yeah. I teased him, and I tease him on a regular basis. I said, so let me get this straight. You're a judge, and you just, and he goes, I can be bought. He, he said that to me, and I said, <laughs> I appreciate that. I, 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 Not I, while he's behind the bench, <laughs> but when he's talking, driving a car. <laughs> and, and so, you know, I do get to gig him every once in a while, in the same way with police officers. I have a tremendous amount of police officers that do business with me, and every once in a while, one of them will have their, um, in, a, in, a, in a nasty kind of way, they had their pants pulled down by some shop. And the idea <laughs> is, is now they're mad, but they don't know what to do. Yeah. But it's really too late. And so there's nothing more that can be done. You, they said you need this. You said okay. You paid for it. And right. now you found out that it didn't fix the problem or whatever. Well, you can go back and talk to them, but that's really about it. Yeah. And we have a caller. Who might that be? Say hello to Eddie. Eddie, good morning. Good morning. Hi, Eddie. Uh, how you doing? Good. Uh, I turned my radio off, okay? Yeah, I've listened to your show. You. I turned the radio off. Is that okay? Okay. All okay. right. Uh, Go ahead and ask your question. I have a, okay. My question is, I have an 83 Chrysler, New Yorker. And the trouble I have right now is I was driving it. I went to stop for the line. I went to give it the gas, and it hesitated a little bit. And then it picked up and was okay for a few days. The other day I used the car. <clears throat> Excuse me. The other day I used the car. I went to make a turn to pull into a place. As soon as I turned the wheel, stalled out. And I stalled out on the main road with a lot of traffic. So uh, some guys, they pushed me to the side, and then I started it up, turned the key again, and started it up. I drove it after that. It was okay. I came home, no problem. And uh, I right. replaced two gas filters on the car okay. about a week ago. Okay. I put them on, but I had this trouble before I touched the gas filters. I haven't changed them for a while. So okay. I figured, let me change them gas filters. I changed both gas filters. One is underneath the alternator. Okay, okay, but Eddie, you've got to be to the end of the story here pretty quick. So do you still have the problems now? And then after that, it ran okay. The other day, it stalled out again when I made the turn with the wheel. Okay. I turned left. Okay, Eddie, um, we're not getting anywhere, but, but I, I wrote down that you have a hesitation and a stall. And I, I, I'm here to tell you that I am 1,000% sure that the hesitation isn't caused by a fuel filter right. <laughs> because of, the fuel filter has a problem with speed. So at 29 miles an hour, you're okay, and at 31 miles an hour, it's bucking and surging, and it's running out of fuel because the filter's restricting the flow of fuel. With respect to dying and stalling, the fuel filter can cause a dying and stalling, but typically it's a higher speed than a traffic light. So I'm I'm not quite sure by just just going by what you've given us, which is a hesitation, and that folks is when you hit the gas at a traffic light and the car falls on its face and then the engine revs up and you take off. So there's a tremendous hesitation in your throttle. How many different things can the hesitation be? And at that vintage vehicle, you know, some yeah. cars are carbureted, some are fuel injected. It's mm -hmm. just uh, the car doesn't seem to understand 
how much air and fuel to mix and when. It could be an EGR problem. The EGR valve can be opening up or staying open. So he hits it and it goes into a lean condition. It can be an injector problem. It can be a misfire problem. It can be a throttle position sensor problem. It can be a mass airflow sensor or a map sensor problem. It has all of these different things that will cause a hesitation. His stalling is a different thing. The stalling is, is it spark or fuel we're missing? When the engine dies, it's a spark or fuel. But we're still back to EGR that's hanging open and fuel fuel supply. Yeah. And, and what else? I mean, there's just so many different things. But the stalling problem can be at 30 miles an hour or at 90 miles an hour. That's important to us. Right. Since he was pulling in uh, to, a, to a store at the time, I suspect that he may also have, as he turned the wheel, touched the, the, the gas to go up the rise into the other building and the two problems could be related you know okay. one time it hesitated one time it hesitated so much it shut the car off you know but unfortunately these erratic things the technician's going to have to be able to experience it and the more he, he can learn about it so he can say i've learned that at this temperature and at this speed and this type of driving it happens and then you can take it to a shop and have that researched oh yeah oh yeah well, when it comes to shops, let's talk about another good shop. We've got a shop in Mesa that's called Thompson's, and Brian and Thelma run Thompson's Auto Repair. And like I said a hundred times before, I've known both of their parents for very many years, and they came into the gas station business in the 60s and the 70s in Mesa. The family's Thompson's has been around that long. They've been working on cars a very long time. We have lots of shops that apply to be on Mark Salem's best car repair shops list, but it's a pretty stringent filter. And so, unfortunately, a lot of shops don't have time. I want I don't want anybody that's been in business for six months or a year or two years. I want the guys that are five to ten years because they've already made mistakes and they've learned from them. <laughs> and, and we're a whole lot better five years into our, our skill level than we were the first year. So when it comes to Mesa, Thompson's is the only place. They're on Main Street just east of Stapley Road, and it's the only shop in Mesa that I can recommend. There's lots of other shops, but what makes it a difference is is that if you have a problem with Thompson's, Thompson's is agreed to work with me and you to get the problem solved. So I become an advocate for the customer and the shop, and basically the three of us will sit down and fix the, get the car fixed, and then every, once the car's fixed, everybody knows whose fault it is. So those are the kinds of things. And to be perfectly honest with you, that happens once every three or four years. I've never had to do that more than once a year, ever, since 1988 when I started on radio and we developed the best car repair shops list. So it's easy for me because the guys that I surround myself with are all gray-haired guys. They know the difference between right and wrong, and if they don't, their wife does. Right, Bill? That's right. <laughs> and so that's how it works. And, and again, Thompson's in Mesa is the only shop I can recommend. There's other ones out there, and you're welcome to go to Google and you look at their reviews and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, but Thompson's is a, is a heavy hitter. When it comes to dealing with the cars that have hesitations and stalls, those two words can actually mean the same on some situations. Would you agree? Yeah. And there are, dependent on the repair, they can be completely different yeah. because a stall could be fuel or spark and a hesitation can be be spark. Typically not fuel because if you get past the hesitation, you can do 70 miles an hour. So your mm -hmm. fuel supply and your fuel pressure is good. So those are the kinds of things that is 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960.